Lil Tay, Amon Bundy, and Steve Martin all being covered today in this edition of Things You Might Have Heard. I am Jay Cleveland Payne, and this this little thing here is what we'll present for you in mere moments. The weekend's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture news. Ten stories to get you to today that were vetted by you as great stories. We are your go-to source for supplemental news, and we give you a good chunk of everything. Some of the things that are the big main time stories, and some little ones that sort of get missed, and you'll see some a lot of those in the stories in the weekend. We had over 90 stories for the weekend, and gave, we're giving you 10 of them right here from the top 30 that you vetted as more conversational. We'll explain how that works out when we get to the promotional stuff, the vetting stuff, and all that, things like that. But first, let's get through the first 10 headlines. That'll take about 14 minutes or so. Bear with us for that. Also, after the, you know, explain the the future and the uh, the ads and things like that, we have the fun stuff. So stay for the fun stuff. We wrap up with very fun stuff here on the show. We call it the second show because it's like a whole nother show. Stay with us for more great things by going to our website. This is a conversation project.com for more details on what we do. As I said, 10 stories coming up in mere moments. Today happens to be Monday, August the 14th in 2023. Let's get the first headline in for this morning and it goes something like this failed communication and a huge death toll in maui fires now we've been covering the fires since thursday essentially the fires were happening tuesday wednesday in a small scale but they went out of control come thursday and they've been a bulk of the news coverage for the entire weekend and there's shouldn't be much to cover except for the fact that the bulk of the Isle of Maui has been devastated by these fires. Uh, we talked at first about the conditions that made that, just the, the weather systems that were there. We talked about the drought that was in, in Maui, and we talked about the perfect storm of things to make it happen. Now we're talking about the aftermath, as many people, well, some of whom dealt with a fire that happened about four years ago, are rebuilding again, and how just the total devastation was 93 people right now are confirmed dead although they are just now beginning to go through these structures and expect that number to go up by a lot uh, the biggest issue was there was very little warning the eva the evacuation system the soundings that you get usually for tsunamis and hurricanes things like that they didn't go off and they're also about to sue the electric company for not turning off power earlier so that when fires went through and took down power lines and started sparking things it made it worse because of high winds. We're going to see how this thing plays out for quite some time. As a person I've said often lately, dealing with a natural disaster, a tornado went through my neighborhood, tore up my house and many houses around it. We are dealing with that four months, almost five months after that. Uh, this is a devastating thing that's going to be even bigger than what we're dealing with. So especially since it's out in the middle of nowhere for all practical purposes, in the middle of the ocean to get all the resources to them that are needed. The story, the second one we have this morning is this headline AMPTP? These are the producers and movie makers that make the movies. Make contra proposal to WGA negotiations recess will resume next week. So this is for the Writers Guild, not the Actors Guild. Right now, the actors and the producer, the motion picture producers, are at a standstill. They are not talking, but negotiations will begin now this week for the writers as a new kind of proposal has come out to them. Will this one make them happy? We shall, I guess, see once we go through the process, <laughs> seeing how, what it comes through it. Biggest thing is they're actually talking. The writers and the producers, movie producers, are actually talking as opposed to the actors who tend to not want to talk to each other, which is odd because the actors are the ones that should be doing more talking. We'll see how the writers will work, whether they will clear up their issues 
and I'm sure they'll stay in solidarity, but will they have stuff that will help the actors push for more things on their level? This is a story that we really avoided all week long. Um, I think Thursday it popped up where, uh, or maybe Wednesday. Wednesday it popped up where Lil Tay, uh, a rapper out of Canada, a teenage rapper who's an internet sensation, passed away and it was put out on Instagram that, that Lil Tay and her brother died. The problem was they didn't die. Their account was hacked. Uh, this was a story that popped up as a blur. So we put it into the feeds. You guys got all over it. And we didn't talk about it within the things you might have heard. And then it was one of the top stories of the week. So we talked about it on the weekend in the weekly wrap up. And then literally about an hour after I finished producing it and uploading the thing, I saw the stories that I should have seen the day before how they were still alive and little Tay's brother, as the headline says, is suspe suspected of organizing a social media hoax with motives by the ex-manager saying trying to get a little extra fame into the thing. We shall see how this thing plays out because otherwise we would not have cared about Lil Tay. Lil Tay is not in our demographic. So we throw things out there that maybe people get into. You guys got into it. The world got into it. The internet got into it, if you will. And now we are using this as a way to mea culpa because this was definitely one that we got caught in the hoax. This is no hoax. Now, this year, a three-year-old cow named Millijean Tattoo Jigaboo, that's its name, took center stage for all the wrong reasons as this cow was removed from the Wisconsin State Fair because of the racial slur name. Now, we're not going to explain it. You can go figure it out for your own or search term it and see what it is. But essentially, it's an old racial slur for, for black people from way, way back, back in the actual slave days. Uh, as a person who's been called this a few times in some cases that were a little bit sketchy, I can tell you it's not a very good thing. And why they named this cow this thing, I don't know, because they thought it was funny this cow no longer competing because of the thing so if you're into butter cows butter cows are fine but naming your actual cow that's up for judging with a rachel slur name never a good sign california gives waymo and Cruz the go ahead to charge passengers why is this a big deal because waymo and Cruz are driverless riding share uh um vehicles uh driverless cars can now pick you up as a taxi and you can pay them to take you someplace robo taxis are now being approved for the operation so they've been around for a good couple of years COVID was one of the things that sort of killed the operation in the process but now they are back back with a vengeance and back to make money for your life or make money for them and make your life more convenient it would be easier just uh, hit an app have a car roll up jump into it and not have to talk to the person or have to give them stars we shall see as San Francisco is going to open up its doors or its wallet should say to Waymo and Cruise to see how this things will work we shall all see. The overlords are starting to take over pretty quickly. Hip-hop celebrates its golden anniversary at Yankee Stadium. This is an actual sad story to talk about because there's a big mass concert at Yankee Stadium to celebrate the golden anniversary, the 50 years of hip-hop, and everybody was there. A lot of folks were there. The problem was uh, many people complained about, you know, hip-hop was 50 years old, but getting into the venue seemed to take 50 years with all the chaos and all just the not well 
organized uh, nature of getting things on there. Many rappers were on stage and they put out performances. Most of them said, I love you guys. Uh, some of them weren't all that great, including the headliner, which was Run DMC. This may be their very last performance as these guys are literally pushing 70 and um, the, the hip hop game obviously has changed. Uh, they don't actually tour anymore. Run does his, his reverend stuff and DMC does his own things as well as an ambassador of music, if you will. But this may be the last time they actually get together to perform being um, DMC and Reverend Run. But the performance, not very good. About 40% capacity to what was there. We're not sure it actually made any money. We're still celebrating the history of hip-hop. But right now, some of the events around it didn't quite go off as well. Not as good as the Basketball Hall of Fame ceremony, which was a, a, a riot, I guess. But this one didn't quite work out as well as it did. No Beyonce, I guess, to save the day for this one. Joe Manchin may try to save the day. The Democrat senator from West Virginia says he's thinking seriously about becoming independent. And a lot of these things come from the fact that West Virginia is essentially a red state. It's a Republican state, even though he was a Democrat when he was the governor and has been a Democrat as a senator for a couple terms. Coming up this time, being a Democrat may be a liability where it was once where it's, well, he's he's blue, but he talks like us, so he's good, as opposed to, well, he's blue, so we're not going to vote for him. He may not win the primary because he might not. So he may be able to kind of skip that whole thing and get into the race by being independent. Now, whether this means he's going to go with a no labels label or not, we're not quite sure. But he's hinting and doing the fact as a Democrat who more or less thinks and votes like Republicans anyway. This is where he's been sort of going on along. The Illinois Supreme Court finds assault weapons ban constitutional. Uh, a way to strike down the assault weapons ban, uh, essentially taking it to the court, taking the Supreme Court, and the court in Illinois says no, it's constitutional. This is a, a bill that was signed by the governor uh, there uh, a few years ago, and essentially it's passed everything. It's uh, J.B. Prickster, the governor there, the Democratic governor, was proud of getting this bill through the Protect Illinois Communities Act, and it's um, going to stay on there. It's going to happen after a, a lot of very bad incidents, essentially a lot of Chicago stuff and things happening where the focal point on guns and violence is happening in Illinois. Uh, they did something about this and this bill, this law will stay in the books, says the Supreme Court keep something doing something about this we'll see how it actually works they still tend to have a whole lot of extra non-necessarily violence and shooting in chicago and illinois anyway but this is one step towards a process montgomery police have arrested reggie gray the man accused of wielding a folding chair as a weapon during the riverfront brawl so a week later, he's the fifth person that's been arrested in this. I think he's number five. They let someone go in the process, but they finally had Reggie Ray, a 42-year-old, turn himself in on Friday, charging him with disorderly conduct, and he's uh, waiting trial. He was in jail as of Friday when we had this story. Uh, we'll see if it'll be bonded out coming soon and how his trial will go versus the other folks who were in the brawl. Of course, Mr. Ray joined the fight uh, after the fight began, which looked like a sort of a race riot where a black dock worker was being beaten up by white voters and then it turned into a whole bunch of melees and a whole bunch of memes that went all over the place him including with the whole chair coming in there coming in like like lex luger in, in the background trying to take things out had dropped lex luger in there some way so we're going to see how this this plays out it's a very sad story but a very sad story that kind of goes to who we are right now
And our final story for the day, Eamon Bundy arrested at high school football fundraiser. Eamon Bundy was arrested on Friday night for contempt charges stemming from a legal battle with St. Luke's Health System. He will have the option of bonding out at $10,000 a bond or being transported to the Ada County Jail. Now, what made this the interesting thing was he wasn't, you know, out, out on his ranch someplace and police raided him and brought him in. He went to a fundraiser for a football team, the football season starting near him, and he just was at a fundraiser having dinner, and that's where they picked him up. Um, St. Luke's uh, football team. So, St. Oh, I'm sorry, St. Luke is the health system. The football team, uh, not listed here in the actual notes for here, had this statement after the happening. We regret that this incident happened at the event meant to support our student-athletes, and we wish them a successful school year and amazing football season. You may remember um, Bundy, um, because he's done a couple of things going on. One, he refused to participate in legal proceedings, began harassing witnesses in his trial with, with St. Luke's, um, lost a defamation case, ordered to pay damages exceeding $52 million, which he hasn't done, and sort of calls his land sovereign and doesn't want to deal with you know, America's laws, which he does as well. Now, wrapping this part up, let's go to our... Apologies, errors, and omission. Other than apologizing for the little Tay story, which we did in a full story, here's some stories we didn't get into. Now, we give 30 stories a look for the Monday morning shot and gave you 10 big ones. We're not going deeper into Barbie, who hit the box, bar, box office bonanza this week. It's another week at number one, only making about $77 million this, this time. So it tells you how good it is and how little money it needs to do. Phil Mickelson, the gambling losses total nearly $100 million, says a person who wrote a new book uh, about this and hanging out with Phil Mickelson and the big gambler is. And Drake tells his fans, please don't throw bras on stage. My son is at the show. I don't think it actually stopped it, though. Now, this is the part where we talk about our teaser story for tomorrow. And this is uh, where we explain how we do the feeds and all that stuff. So go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. That's just go to Facebook and Twitter. Go to This is a Conversation Project on Facebook and Twitter, also known as X.com, and visit TH underscore conversation. You'll see this story and other stories as we post news stories every 50 minutes to straight them out going on. And we go on your, literally, your you tell us what your engagement, you tell us what to talk about. If this story is one that's worthy of talking about on tomorrow, on Tuesday, You'll be in the top 15. We'll choose 10 stories from there to give or eight stories from there to give you for that one. Headline reads, AGT fans call show embarrassing, embarrassingly overproduced. Read that properly for letting Josh Alford audition three times in one day. Three times in one day. The quick read was three times. So he's like he'd been here for three different seasons. No, the same guy auditioned in front of the judges three times. One, a two, a three in one day uh, to get on America's Got Talent. Read the story when it posts. See what you think about it. And if you want to chat this one up more, engage it. Then go to our feeds on Facebook and X, Twitter, and just engage. Like it, love it, hate it, share it. The more engagement you give to it, the higher score it gets. And if it's in the top 15 tomorrow, we'll most likely pull this forward. The eight stories we will present to you. Now, let's talk about our sponsor that we're going to highlight today, and that is Blinkist. You are here because you want to get a quick jab, juice of the, the news every morning. And we do our best to try to be more pithy and keep it going. Giving you 10 stories this morning in about 12 minutes is a pretty good deal. 
what you may want to do is actually read more books in between times. And Blinkist will do that. Blinkist will help you with that. The Blinkist app allows you to read many of the more popular autobiographies and nonfiction books in about 15 minutes or less. A book that would take you a couple hours, you can read it in 15 minutes. Now, they do this by breaking down the books. There's book summaries, and they call them Blinks, the main topics, the meat uh, without any bone here for you in the information. And you can read them in the Blink form, or you can listen to them as they have audio versions, or do both. I do both. Well, not what I'm driving. At night, I listen to an audio book and a read along with it before I go to bed. And as I'm driving into work, I don't read it. I just listen to a book going there. You can catch up on all the great books you're missing, and they add new books all the time. Go to our affiliate link at thisistheconversationproject.com slash Blinkist. This is the conversationproject.com slash Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, uh, for your chance to get quick books. Oh, by the way, you have Blinkist spaces where people who don't have the app can share books with you. And you can have conversations with them on that one. This is an affiliate link, so you have to buy from them for us to get something back, but it costs you nothing extra, and you will love it for the price. That is Blinkist. This is the part where we do the quick promotion for us, and that is the Conversation Project. We live online, that is, at this is the conversationproject.com. What happens at the Conversation Project? Well, this thing here, things you might have heard, plus the weekend shows I told you about, the weekly wrap-up, which is the peer engagement scores, which gives us a totally different sort of venue of the news for the week, plus the story of the week. We go expanding on one of the top stories of the week, and we have drops here and there on TikTok and, and YouTube. On Some things are kind of fun factual. Some things are a bit more um, a punchy. We did a, a thing this weekend on the article on the man who is basically saying Donald Trump versus Jesus is becoming a, a, a issue. Many people, a, a conservative and a real Christian um, commentator, basically saying that people are thinking that the wishy-washy things that Jesus says about love and forgiveness don't really fit in the world where they're trying to follow Donald Trump. Got a lot of response to that. A lot of hate to that, but it is what you have to get to kind of understand and get that I'm willing to take it to, to, to get to it. So you'll see more things like that if you follow us on TikTok and you follow us on YouTube. Of course, the videos are on Facebook and Twitter as well. Find more about us at this is a conversation project.com. If what we're providing for you seems really good on top of following us at the feeds and going to the email machine, the conversation inbox at gmail.com and telling us the comments, follow us. On our partnerships page, follow us at our sponsors page. Find ways that we you can maybe partner up with us and help us get things out there. We thank you so much in advance. And this is the advanced part where I prepare to get to the fun stuff for today. You waited so, so long, so patiently. You've been so good. Let's get to the fun stuff for this morning. Starting off with birthdays. We always start off with birthdays. Today is August 14th. The birthdays we're celebrating today include Steve Martin, who is 78 years old on today. Jackie Harry, sometimes known as Jack A, 67 years old on today. She is like the sweetest person. I met her when she came in to do a play and she, she was doing the rounds at the radio station at the working time. She is like the sweetest person. And you can tell that people love working with her. 67 years old on today. And Magic Johnson, one of the greatest basketball players of all time, the only player I know of who has played all five positions for his team. He played as a point guard, played as a shooting guard, of course played as a forward and a, a small forward and a um, power forward. And oddly enough, in some lineups, he was the center. At least he was the center of the court. He, Magic Johnson, amazing person, amazing entrepreneur, amazing guy, now part owner of the Washington Commanders, although they'll probably change the name back. See what he has to say about that one. 
64 years old on today. Today's history lesson today is the 14th of August. Let's go back in time to 1935. Today in history, President Franklin D. Roosevelt signed the Social Security Act into law, creating unemployment insurance and pension plans for the elderly. Although they were good at the time, right now, the way things work in 2023, me about to hit that 50 and getting closer and closer to the age of pulling out Social Security may not be there. We shall see in another 15, 16, 20 years. In 2003, a blackout hit the northeast United States and part of Canada with 50 million people losing power. This was an amazing story of watching people just sort of hanging out, wandering through New York City, wandering through big cities because there was no power. It was hot because it's you know middle August, but it was one of those things where nothing really bad happened except nothing really got done because there's no power. And it was kind of one of those scenes that just kind of touched your heart at the time. The people just sort of hanging out and trying to pass the time until the power went out. Now, this, of course, brought up lots of thoughts on how to keep our power grid safe because that's kind of an issue as well. But this is one of those things where people just sort of kind of lived in the moment, let it happen. And in 2019, the 1619 Project, produced by Nicole Hannah-Jones to examine the legacy of slavery in America, launched in the New York Times Magazine. Now, this is a very highly controversial thing where Nicole Hannah-Jones states that slavery and in America began in 1619, even before America was a thing, because that's when the first slaves essentially were brought over to here. Uh, people who can think on the progressive way went, oh, wow, that's interesting. People who are more traditional, uh, you know, who want to say the pilgrims are the greatest guys in the world, don't really like it. It's something that you have an opinion on. There is no fence sitting on this one. You either, you know, kind of get it or don't kind of get it. And this is something that I would love to have a deeper conversation with people on both ends. I'm going to tell you, I kind of get it. I understand it. It makes sense to me. But if you're watching the video, you can kind of figure out why it makes sense to me. If you don't, it doesn't make sense to you, email me at the conversation inbox, gmail.com. We can bring up this conversation going forward. This happened this day in 2019, the first uh, launching, the first episode, if you will, the first edition piece of the 1619 Project was in New York Times Magazine today. August 14th, we celebrate Navajo Code Talkers Day. This is one of the coolest things of history that I ever learned. Now, one of the reasons why we won World War II was we had unbreakable codes. No one could break our codes. We could, we did all we could to break the codes of the Germans and the codes of the Japanese and kind of get their understanding of what they were doing. No one could break the codes that the United States had. And one of the reasons why were the Code Talkers. These were the fierce and brave Navajo soldiers and sailors, they were on boats as well, who talked back and forth and sent messages back and forth to their other uh, com compatriots uh, in Navajo language, a language that's so complex, it's in, almost impossible to crack and understand. And you, you, literally, it takes a lifetime to learn it. If you're trying to learn it now, it'd be really, really complicated. And that was the point. The very complicated language that is for native Navajo speakers is pretty easy because what they talked to was it was essentially so erratic for anyone looking for patterns it could not be broken never broken navajo code talkers never broke never broke the code and helped us win world war ii today we celebrate those soldiers those sailors those guys who did what they can and let's try to do more for them now navajo code talkers and native americans in general there's my editorializing on that one but today we're going to celebrate navajo code talkers day on this monday finally one more thing you might have heard, 
According to multiple studies, drinking two cups of hot cocoa per day may have cognitive benefits and improve blood flow in the brain. One study published in the medical journal Neurology found that seniors who drank two cups of hot cocoa a day for one month performed better on thinking and memory tests than those who didn't. Brain imaging also showed cocoa drinkers had better blood flow in their brain. Another study found that flavonoids, a type of nutrient in cocoa, can improve blood oxygen levels in the brain and are linked to cognitive benefits. So if you're a little tired of your coffee in the morning and don't want to do the tea thing, try a couple cups of hot cocoa. Apparently it's good for you. Hopefully we've been good for you today. This has been Things You Might Have Heard for this day, Monday, August 14, 2023. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I want to thank you so much for joining us for the ride we have here for the Conversation Project. This is a thing that we can't do literally without you because you tell us what stories to talk about. You give us the script literally on what's going on. We are going to put out there all day long. 50, every 50 minutes or so, a news story in our feeds on the X and on the Facebook. You just, when you're checking your X and Facebook or Twitter, if you must call it that, engage in the stories that look engaging. Read them so you're you're engaging in things that may be a bit offbeat and topic for you because we are your supplemental news source, your news side piece, if you will. And enjoy what we have. The more engagement stories you give to it, the better chance you have to talk about it. We'll give you eight stories for the rest of the week of the top 15 every single day. And of course, come Monday again, 10 stories, top 30. Make sure you are staying limber, staying hydrated, and staying on task for all the grand things you are here to do in this world for all the folks, including being a subscriber and watching us here. We're going to do this again tomorrow. Assuming everything works out well, I think we had a pretty good show today. Let's see if we can do a little bit better. Let's get that 1% improvement uh, tomorrow, shall we? Let's see what we can do. Let's do this thing. See you tomorrow.